folks welcome to train wreck tonight 263 sponsored by new york's only outlet liquor when you need to stock up it's the place to buy a case what's your outlet we have a big show for you tonight folks saber season 10 days away and the buffalo bills are three and one and still super bowl favorites in the nfl and also tonight we have tailgate talk sponsored by picasso's pizza Showing you everything that went down yesterday at Rock Room for Bills Ravens. Tune in tonight before Monday Night Football. Here we go. You don't stop. You don't stop. You don't stop. You don't stop. Follow me into the great unknown where pink flamingos grow. Diet soda flows and what you take magically Supermarket shelves, the ovens clean themselves. You don't pay the tab till the last drop. So we all ride for nothing, cause this train never stops. Trainwreck tonight, 263, sponsored by New York's only outlet, Liquor Maniac. I'm shocked I have a voice today. Boy, I, do I need to get better on the mic. I'm thinking I have to scream so people can hear me. It was a pretty pretty embarrassing performance. It's okay. Hey, getting back in the sale is always a good feeling. And let's face it, Victory Monday is always a good feeling. So shout out to everybody tuning in. Shout out to everybody getting that big win. Uh, yeah, down 20 to 3. Uh, wasn't feeling very great at Rec Room yesterday, but at least you got your friends there. You got good tunes. You got Biaco. You got everything else you asked for, but then the Bills take care of business. Uh, basically, in the last, what, 35, 40 minutes of that game, absolute domination? Yeah. I mean, you shut out the Ravens, what, 13 to nothing in the second half. Get a couple big turnovers there with Poyer. Um, and obviously, the touchdown before half, too, was just massive. Um, to Isaiah McKenzie, but obviously a couple injuries coming to play here. You got what Crowder now um, with a broken ankle. And I think McKenzie is in concussion protocol. So who knows um, if he's going to be suiting up for this week coming up against Pittsburgh, but it's weird. You're looking ahead to Pittsburgh and I don't know when the last time the Steelers have been this big of underdogs. Um, I think Sale, our guy Sale was tweeting out. They said it hasn't been in like decades and maybe ever have they been two touchdown underdogs. And let's face it. I mean, the Bills, Early season against the Steelers are not going to be taking it lightly. But with that said, uh, you know, are you worried at all? I mean, that was kind of a disastrous start yesterday. It's like I talk to people and there's there's two different ways people are looking at this in Maniac. It's weird because I'm like, when I look at the odds, 
and I look at the Super Bowl odds, I'm like, are we really should we really be four to one? And should the Chiefs really be eight to one, nine to one? Like, are we like I don't and like I don't know, is that like are we that much better than the Chiefs and the rest of the NFL? And, what, what what do we say about Vegas all the time though, Al? <sighs> Stubborn. Stubborn. I know that they started off on that. They started off on that. They, they were they had Kansas City outside of ten to one, so they've already been big time uh, to get them down there. But yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no it, it, it's all analytics at the end of the day, and, and this is how they just like you know offense, defense. You know who's putting up the best numbers, and that ultimately decides the output, that decides the spreads, that decides the projections and the odds. The Kansas City offense has not missed a beat without uh, Tyree Kill. I mean, basically, yeah. I was looking at some of their, you know, YPAs and some of their analytical stats, and lo and behold, you know, Mahomes and the Chiefs are all back in the top three again this year. So, yeah, it's only a quarter of a season. I think that's probably the biggest thing is that, you know, last year, I think with the big, like, you know, the Titans lost, the Chiefs win. Uh, I think we got a little carried away in September and October where I'm not going to really do that this year. Obviously, if they start losing two or three games in a row, yeah, you can't have that happen at any point if you're playing for the AFC. But I'm going to take it game by game, whereas I think, you know, maybe, you know, the gen public and media might be overreacting to a couple of good games from the Chiefs here. I mean, let's face it, two weeks ago, they got trounced by the Colts. They lost to the Colts, exactly. It's, it's a week-by-week it's week league and... And and that's why I'm trying to not overreact with the Bills because like you couldn't have like you couldn't have asked for a better start, obviously. Then the injuries start to hit, then you somehow lose to Miami. But the past two weeks have been a little wacky. I mean, you're I mean, we're playing in what the hundred degree weather. I mean, my brother was at the game and Topher was at the game. They're looking at the sideline. No one's even down there for the Bills. Then you look at what? Yesterday. You go into Baltimore when it's just raining there all weekend, wet and dreary. You know what I mean? It's just another weird Football game, right, Maniac? Like, Very like, weird football game. I, again, not one where it's like, oh, this is typical, especially when the Bills are turning it all over multiple times in the game. What did you think about Al there? Everyone was kind of com- – or I'm sorry, Al. Al Lynn uh, there. Everyone was kind of saying – I mean, he was a little bit pissy uh, with things not going well there in the beginning. Obviously, you get the uh, Singletary fumble. You get some drops mixed in there. Um, what did you think about that? A lot of drops, right? I mean, I mean, it was, a lot of drops. There were a lot of drops, a lot of tip passes, um, because yeah, what well, the talk going into that game was how bad the Ravens secondary was, and you know how you know teams like you know Tua put up what six touchdowns, and Allen had a pretty you know basic day. Right? He only threw for like you know two hundred yards. Um, and I, what was the thing I sent to the group chat before the game? The most bat prop out of any prop yesterday for one o'clock games is the Allen under one and a half. And it cashes. Who would ever make that bet? I sure as hell wouldn't, even though I'm a big under guy. I Although think- he did get that one before half, so it was kind of like a little bit of a, a sweat. Yeah, big time. So I would I would have no doubt hammered that over one and a half. But if if you have actual data that says you're fading the public, it's a sixty percent play when you make it for sure. If you're actually fading the public, yeah. And you remember that one play maniac that I talked to you about yesterday in the game when it was that what third and short. And Allen kind of handed the ball off, and immediately he knew that it wasn't going anywhere. Yes, yes. You you remarked to me that he was kind of pissy. Just I thought he was a little it. upset at the play calling, right, to start it yep. out maybe? Just just immediately just walked right off the field. You could tell he was not happy with that play call. Um, but, hey, like I said, they got it done. They're 3-1. and one. They got what? You can call this a uh, mini-buy slash preseason game coming up. I mean, it's crazy to say with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but anyone who's questionable – First hurt. two home games of the year, double-digit favorites in both. Are you? I mean, are you kidding? It's insane. Are you, are you kidding? It doesn't make sense. But 
Um, no, good I teams. Have... This isn't this isn't last year with uh, you know Davis Mills and the Texans and the the Washington unnamed football team coming in. Like no, yeah. this is and again I know it's an overblown narrative because they suck so far this year, but. Titans, you know, last year's AFC champ. And now you got the Steelers who, again, under Tomlin have made the playoffs or been above 500 basically every year he's been coached. So, I mean, you're basically saying, you know, uh, yeah. And I get, they have Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett as their quarterback. So, you know, obviously there's some cause for concern there if you're a Steelers <laughs> fan, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy, crazy to see, um, you know, but where, yeah. What, what was, what was the vibe? I know you're chat can get a little active what was the vibe in your chat uh you know last night and today <laughs> can i be honest with you at like yeah. one thir- at like 1 30 it was or no maybe not 1 30 yeah that 1 45 2 o'clock time frame it was like saber seeds ahead you know <laughs> like <they> already, <laughs> you know what i mean like like literally like i told you how much can stuff change in two weeks two weeks ago that group chat was it's the destruction tour I don't care who's injured. We're going to beat everybody. You know what I mean? And a, a lot has changed pretty damn quick. Football so. is just, so, again, it's, it's it's week to week. It's so situational. It's yep. just like literally when you're when you're seeing guys get injured and you're still winning by double digits, like, yeah, you're just you're just feeling like you yep. can't lose to anybody. But let's face it, it's just very difficult to do. Um, and especially, I think, you know, a thing that goes into it is, you know, when you're preparing to play backups versus obviously yep. them coming in during the game. I think there's an advantage to a backup kind of coming in during a game, whereas mm-hmm. when they know they're going to be prepared against everything like that. And, um, and, and, and yeah. real quick, too, I had, I don't want to look ahead too far, but Greg Day texted me this morning with these look ahead lines. They, we, the Bills are minus one and a half in Kansas City. I, can, I would believe it. The, that's what Vegas has been saying all year. I know. I just, that's, I don't know. After what I watched last night against what I thought was a pretty stellar Bucks defense to start the season, that was an unbelievable performance by Mahomes. This is, this was, and that was unbelievable. But you know what? And again, it's, it's all about shit going sideways in the beginning. They get that early touchdown. I mean, being down seven, nothing to Mahomes is just a whole different world. You're right. You're right. Um, so now yep. that's the same thing with the bills. I mean, they're down, they're down seven, nothing yesterday. Look at the way the defense played yesterday. They allow like what, like a 12 yard drive for a touchdown. Yep. Then the Ravens first drive, which is what you basically practice all week. You draw up, you know, you scheme around that goes for a touchdown. Yep. Six points the rest of the game. I mean, that defense is no joke, Al. That defense, the defense wasn't the reason they lost in Miami. No, I, hey, listen. So I, I'm just saying, like, I, that, yep. that's why I think I think they they have a lot. Vegas has a lot of confidence. In I mean, Rousseau is playing out of his yeah. fucking mind right now. Um, I know that everyone said that was going to happen, um, so I guess we shouldn't be so surprised, but. I mean, what a sack of game, basically, so far. Yeah, and 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 you're doing that. You're you're having these performances too with no Ed Oliver up the middle, right? Yeah, I mean, you got no no Jordan Phillips, so these guys are still you know battling back from injury. So it was supposed to be a deep defensive line. And well, you saw it in the Rams game week one when they didn't have to blitz once, and they were just yeah, it was that yeah. interchanging super twenty. Yeah, if we can get back to that. I mean, That's uh, truly, the Bills are going to be not unbeatable, but. It's just going to be such a low proposition to to score more than twenty four on them. And if yeah. Allen only has scored twenty four, well, he only scored twenty three last week, so not the best. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> you heard it, folks. Holy shit! Hey, we talked to Derek Roy. He's very excited. We're, we're officially ten days away. They open up what next Thursday night, seven p.m. start. Um, home to the Ottawa Senators, and then they got Florida at one o'clock, I believe, on Saturday. So, 
couple home games to start the year, but no, it's always exciting. I always try to get to the opener. Um, and yeah, Derek, what Derek Roy said uh, with us yesterday, um, you know, very excited about the young team and the coaching staff and, you know, what they're going to be able to do this year. And we saw what that team did at the end of last year. They were a much more fun hockey team to watch. And uh, super watchable. That, yes. that would be what I would say. Like, are they going to be a top four team like they were, or a top three team like they were the last quarter of the season? Like, of course not. Like, that would be absolutely absurd. Can they start hot and maybe ride that to something? Yeah, that's what they've done in the past. They've started hot. They started hot 2018, started hot 2019. It's only the last two years where it kind of got a little skew early. But, I mean, even last year they were like like 3-0, like 5-0-1, 5-1-1, stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll see if they can get a strong start. And yeah, they have a great core uh, that can kind of that believes in one another. You love what Granado's doing, uh, so yep. that's very exciting. That's very exciting. Yeah, and I was looking ahead at that schedule. They got those first two at home to start, and then Matt Bovey is going to be loving this Sabers after dark immediately. It's like a four or five game road trip out west. You know, Vancouver, Calgary, the Kraken. So those are fun early in the season. They because, are because it still matters. I mean, there's still a feeling of importance. There's still a yep. feeling of dedication. And speaking of, you're looking for something important, and if you're looking for someone that will be dedicated to you, get to our place to buy a case, Outlet Liquor. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? The big news, obviously, Al, is that we got a uh, Sabres pup, Nikki. I saw that today. Nikki. That's, big. That's a big acquisition by GMK. First acquisition since his extension. Yes. No, very, very excited to see Nikki on game days. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, I know, you know, we, we have made a historic thing of going to the opener together, but we will be unable to do that as I will be at the opener with our team from 43 North as we are promoting the yeah. startup competition, October 20, 22nd, 20th. 2022 make sure you get the shades make sure you get your tickets link in bio what am i supposed to do you can come with am i allowed to go with you yeah i'll I'll vouch for you it's legit okay you know Uh, it's like you know like when you're at a party like oh can so-and-so come it's like i'm gonna vouch for you (laughs) by the way speaking of a party speaking of both of us being a little bit flustered are you kidding me talk me through it talk me through it so, I typically go, you know, obviously every homecoming to UB, special events lot, but it was eerily quiet this year. Like, not a lot of family and friends talking about it. Um, and Maniac, I, I, I think we're on the same page here. I don't know what you, what you were expecting what we saw. You weren't, right? Like, that was zero, zero percent. I, I didn't get any vibe of that on Twitter all week. Like I said, family, friends. We walked up and I, I couldn't park at the special events lot. That's how busy special events lot. No, it was that busy. And I got to give a shout out though, too, to the people from out of town that show up to these games. I, I, I think three, three out of the six tailgates we talked to a couple were from Canada. A couple were from like, what? Uh, the, Can- were- the Canadians, the, the Southern New Yorkers, they were so- the Long Islanders. They were all going hard at AUB homecoming. <laughs> Yeah, so very. I was very impressed with the turnout uh, for the special event slot and the and the, yeah the scene and the vibe at UB this past weekend on Saturday was awesome and and just a big late game victory. Um, you know they were minus two and a half. They win by four, but just uh, after the that brutal start to the season and obviously losing the Holy Cross at home, 
they've completely bounced back and are undefeated in the MAC right now. And you know, don't want to say they're in the driver's seat, but I mean, it's a very, very impressive start to MAC play. 13, 14 to one to win the conference. What down to, to four and a half to five. And you're and you're pissed at yourself. No, 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 I'm not pissed. Well, still, I mean, it's it's a huge. We, we saw it. We saw. I mean, like literally, like you know, that that's a, any gambling, any poker, any any scenario is going to be like that. Oh, I wish yep. I was like you know. Obviously, like was I was I kicking myself that I didn't have the future in with three minutes to go when they're down four points like against me? Well, of course not. Like so, it's yeah. easy to play. But, but hey, I I'll tell you what. I don't need a bet to feel invested on the, on this UB football no. team, Al. I need, I need that Detroit. I need that Detroit. We were robbed. We were literally oh, robbed dude. four years ago. Robbed, taken that, away, taken literally out of our hands, out of our mouths. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, that's our, that's our most historic loss. Oh, dude, that's that's you probably... and I have been at, at Bills playoff losses. You and I have been at Sabres embarrassments. We have been at events when people didn't even know us. But our biggest, like, fucking disaster chaos loss has to be that that 2018 MAC championship. I'll never forget sitting next to Chandra. How just sad, depressing. Playing the oh, Titanic theme? Yeah, being in person for that was just, oh, that's a definitely a top three or all time. For sure. No doubt. My goodness, my goodness. And what my you goodness. said, you said they are on the road this weekend at my father's alma mater, Bowling Green State University as an underdog. One yes. two, point- two point underdog, Bowling Green won last week. Uh, they're rocking and rolling. So, this is a monster matchup, Al, because is, you're already looking at uh, let's see, why don't I pull it up here? I mean, might as well, might as well give uh, the Bulls their due. They're two and oh, yep. By the way, and again, this is something. You know, you're talking about all the transfer pieces. You're talking about, you know, the finally having a full offseason. Yeah, obviously 0-3 and a loss to, you know, Holy Cross is disappointing. But at the same time, I mean, you can start. You can, you get it, it literally, no, never, ever have I seen a team take advantage of the narrative that it's a whole new season like this. Yeah. And I know it's only two weeks, but let's get this up here. Yeah, I got all my, ta- I got all my tabs showing. It's just awful. And looking ahead, Bowling Green, uh, Saturday, perfect weather. Sunny skies sunny skies and 57 degrees. But you see here, Al, you already have a win over Miami, who who was expected to be one of those. They obviously lost their quarterback. Yep. But then you have Ohio already at 0-1, Akron already at 0-1 conference. You beat Bowling Green this week. Legitimate driver's seat. Yeah. In the MAC East. You were saying it like you don't want to exaggerate. You, the only team you really are against then is still Kent State. You can you can almost afford a loss. Yes, I, I don't want to say like obviously not to Kent State, but you yeah. can almost afford a loss at that point somewhere in the conference if you can get this win over Bowling. And the great thing about this game against Bowling Green Al, get to take care of business on the road here, and you got Massachusetts next week at a conference, nice almost a virtual buy. Yep, I saw yeah, that because, because yeah, yep. if they win, great. If not, it's it's not affecting you know. It, it, it would affect their bowl chances, obviously, but, uh, you know, Massachusetts is kind of like a, not, not the greatest spot. They should definitely win that game. Oh, horrible scheduling, though. I think you got UMass, UB, and Sabres, Panthers, both at home at the same time. That, that that's is, not ideal. That's, that's not that's ideal. Not. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're actually a 1,000% right. That, that's right. Because I will be at that Saturday, October 15th game, as well with our team from 43 North for my, can, the startup competition. Can, can, can I go? 
I'll, I'll let him know. I'll see if you can. I will talk. All right. I'll talk to him for you. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I'd say it. You know, Loki, I know that, you know, there are some people who are still iffy on UB or just potentially doesn't. I mean, dream Buffalo football weekend. Yes. Yes. Both as small, very small point favorites. Uh, yeah. No, very, very, very successful weekend. Yeah, you have a UB homecoming, which ended, you know, they came yep. back in the last two minutes, and then you have a 17-point uh, comeback. Bill's ninth biggest comeback in franchise history. So, very cool, very cool. Uh, yeah, so we'll keep it rolling. We have tailgate talk coming up later this evening, so obviously yep. stay tuned for that. Probably be closer, a little bit closer to uh, Monday Night Football time. But I am not exaggerating, whether it's Al getting an interview with Derek Roy or just the uh, – and I and I put this out on, tw- on Twitter. First half, first half in pregame footage is 11 minutes. The, the second half in post game is 26. So so it's basically over double the size. It's all the good times. It's all the rolling. It's all the awesomeness. And let's face it, who wouldn't want to relive yesterday? No, I know. It was uh, like it was a roller coaster at Rec Room. And the, the weather was great. Um, you know, both those big TVs outside. You saw people were huddling mainly in like the sunny area. Um, inside, was, inside was popping too. Principalities in the building. Uh, it was great to see Principali. Yeah. Tyler Dash, Vinny Spano. Um, yeah, no, really that great. That didn't waver. Down set down 23. They they were they didn't have their heads in their hands. They didn't, no, they didn't, no. you know, they were they were pounding Labat Blues responsibly and getting yep. back into the game. Yep. And real quick, something I gotta bring up. I don't I don't know if you had this in the rundown, but it came Uh-oh. in my, it came in my head halfway through the show here. It's because, you know, we got I mean, obviously in train wreck sports, we got baseball rivalries. I cannot believe the Atlanta Braves swept the three quote-unquote aces of the New York Mets and now have a magic number of one. That is a very, very impressive weekend for producer Burrs and his Atlanta Braves. Robbie Ryan and your Mets, now you have to go through potentially San Diego and the Dodgers just to get to the NLCS. What a flip that is going to be. But, I mean, to knock off Scherzer, and a Grom on Friday, Saturday, and then you win on Sunday night baseball. Playoff baseball is so close. We're less than a week away. I believe it starts Friday this year. It's a weird start. It's a very Normally. weird start. We were talking about it the season ending in the middle of like a week on Wednesday. Absolute yeah. disaster. I will say the only good thing they have is that it's day baseball going into a weekend. So it's not like, oh, my Tuesday workday is fucked. So like my whole week is like, you know, screwed or wamboozled. Like you'll be able to really enjoy it. Yeah. So that's going to that's gonna be a good time, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all weekend. And another thing I learned, because, guys, like I said, it's a new bracket. It's a whole new playoff system this year. If you are the higher seed, you are home all three games. So the Padres hosting the Mets, the Mets never have to go to San Diego. San Diego is going to have to play all that three. That is big. And yeah. and, let, and, and I got to be honest, we'll just talk about these matchups real quick, because um, I know you're on the Mets. I, I actually like the Mets. I think that the Mets – Yes, was it optimal this weekend? A fucking course not. Like, they wanted to get the one, and they wanted to not be playing in the series. At the end of the day, pitching is supreme, uh, and I'm not using that as a pun uh, in the uh, playoffs. And DeGrom and Scherzer, yeah, like what? Like, I mean, LA's guys can compete, I guess, but they're by far the best. I guess the dilemma is that you're only going to get to use them once in the the LA series, theoretically. But let's face it, with the way that that, – the Mets would be treating that LA series. I mean, you're seeing a Scherzer DeGrom sprinkle in game five for sure. hundred yeah. percent. That's yeah. like their world series. You get by there. You get by whoever is in that series. Like, yeah, I get that they lost to the, to the Braves or whatever, but 
if they play somebody like the Braves or, or who would be the other one? Cardinals? Yep. Uh, yeah, they're going to be what? Minus 150, minus 175, yeah. minus 200. Yep. So, yeah, again, you're getting to that. Uh, you're obviously getting there. And by the way, quick shout out before we go here. Getting married this Friday. The marathon of, of weddings continues. <laughs> Former train wreck correspondent, Nick in Tampa. Congratulations, oh Nick in Tampa, tying the knot on Friday. I know, or Saturday. I know, I know you feel like this this month of wedding or this year of weddings will never end. But how do you think I feel? That's insane, dude. I couldn't be more single if I was like Derek Jeter circa 2005. <laughs> we got what? Tyler, how about hey, DJ Supreme and Katie? They celebrate. Shout out one year anniversary, one year of, the anniversary of the engagement. That's yep. Huge. I mean, that's They're getting huge. married next May. I mean, you talk um, about game planning. Uh, you want to talk about a good game plan that was executed from beginning to end? Supreme's engagement. There you go. Yeah. Very well done. And more. my final shout-out, by the way, is something that doesn't get talked about enough. Burrs on the Rocks is approaching 200 episodes. 200 episodes. I'm pretty sure he did 197 last week. So we got to do something special for him in 200. That's me coming up. Very. And hey, I mean, let's face it. You, you say a lot of people have been talking about, but behind the scenes – drink uh you know distributors have been reaching out left and right yeah get us on boater that's what they're saying yeah and now and yeah he's been doing some burrs on the bats uh yeah he's been it's i'm excited a couple away from 200 there's not Seriously. a lot of shows in train wreck sports that you can say that two yeah we'll see but hey Folks, make sure you're following along. Trainwreck tonight, 263. Thanks for following along. Make sure you're following along on all the right platforms to listen to us via podcast. Apple, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube. And don't forget SoundCloud in there. It's okay. Yep. But, yep. you know, Al, I think we got, you know, the weather's not terrible for an elite fall night. Uh, I think we got a little bit of time left here. Ooh. Good night now. I'll make it like 30 seconds. Not even there. No. Uh, have you turned the heat on yet at your apartment? No. Just I have my okay. air conditioner on. Okay, just making sure. You always rip on me. I wanted to be an ice palace in my apartment. So when do you think you'll turn the heat on? Not till like, not till I literally wake up and I'm like shivering. Or, or like my wooden floor is like ice. Okay, because no, it, it's, it's a lot of people have already turned the heat on. I'm with a battle of a friend of mine who lives like three streets away. You know, both the significant others are pushing, like turn the goddamn heat on. I am not getting in yet. And it got it got to sixty three today at Diane sixty three. So it was, that's sizable. It was you know a little nippy, but yeah. uh, folks, and don't forget. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to slander Degenerate Al here, but I was once on a road trip with him, and he turned the thermostat down to fifty five in the middle of the night. And folks, I hate to tell you, but when I woke up that next morning, I realized it was not a good <laughs> night. night now. now.